Yeah, what is going on, everybody? <laughs> we are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. How have you all been doing? I hope you all have been doing well. Thank you for continuing to support us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, and leaving reviews. Really quick, if you aren't following us on Instagram, FME underscore podcast, please follow us on Instagram. You will see clips of upcoming episodes, information on giveaways, and you'll get a little bit of glimpse into my life. You want a glimpse into my life? Complete underscore vision. That is my personal Instagram, complete with a K, complete underscore vision. And Jessica, where can they find you? At Exposure, uh, at E-X-P-O-Z-H-E-R. So That's where you can find Jessica, my... um. Um, I don't even know what to call you. My guest co-host for now. For now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> My guest co-host. Um, but that's where you can find us on our social media. And of course, you know, on Facebook, From My Experience Podcast. We have a page and a group. Join the group. We have great discussions going on in there. And don't forget about our affiliates, Garner's Garden, Acre Gold, and Retro Mimi. You will find those links in the description. So if you want to invest in gold... You want to get some healthy, natural products for yourself, and you want to do some retro gaming, we got you covered down there. Go ahead and use those affiliate links so we can get a little bit of kick bike. So, today's episode is very, very special. I have my special guest co-host, Miss Jessica Fountain. This is her third appearance on the podcast. Yeah, this is her third appearance. We always have great conversations. We always vibe. And, you know, some things have been shifting and changing. And she was like, hey, you know, I wouldn't mind popping in. You don't sound like that. I'm sorry. Right. She said Every time you always use this voice, like when I said something, you're like, hey, can we do at 3.30? And I was like, do I sound like that in his head? Is that the tone of my voice oh, as it comes through? It's <laughs> not. It's not. I'm sorry. It's terrible. I'll get your voice eventually. But anyway, she was like, throw her hat in the ring. She would love to be a, a she would love to hop in and out and see what's going on with the show. Maybe make her a permanent part. We shall see. But I've been loving her input. You all have been loving her input. The homies still talking about you in the Xbox party from the last uh, episode. Hey, they even remember your name. I was like, good Lord. She really impacted y'all. Aw. So. Well, thank you. That makes me feel good. I walked away from that conversation. I was actually talking about it yesterday. And um, it just, it made me pause because there were so many pieces that I really think I had assumed otherwise. And to hear uh, four men say, uh, four black men say something collectively together I couldn't um dismiss it and I couldn't like just say like it that's not true like who am I to say whether it's factual or not it's still your experience and I think it it paused me to be able to say like okay if that's their experience and this is my experience like and what parts of this overlaps and it just kind of kept looping parts of it so I took a lot away from it too gentlemen um it was eye-opening, so thank you. 
I'm glad. And hopefully you didn't feel attacked and overwhelmed. I didn't. I didn't actually. Good. That wasn't the Because I know a lot of people <laughs> is probably like, oh my God, it's for me. I'm like, no, it's it's a conversation. It's not a war. It's just right. a conversation. Um, right. But anyway, what do you have for us today? You you texted me about something that we could talk about that, I, and we had a little uh, pre-show conversation about it. So I will give you the floor. Well, I just thought coming off of that last episode, um, so many of us have um, toxic traits and it doesn't make you a toxic person. I think a toxic person is a person who's consumed by their toxic traits. And so you can have toxic traits and still be a great person. Um, But to be a better person, you want to kind of eliminate those things. And I think what is the process for people that, all right, I listened to this episode. I know that I have these things that I need to work on. Like, how can I work on them? And I think that it comes down to being present and having being mindful of your reactions to things, how you, um, the angle that you take often. There was some times in the last episode that uh, I made a comment and the comment was based off of my experience from other talking to other black men Mm -hmm. and not the four black men that I was on the call with. And had I been more present, I probably wouldn't have uh, chosen the words because the words really didn't apply. And I recognized how I was kind of making an assumption or a cliche statement instead of um, coming from the information solely that was being provided to me in that moment. And so I just think we miss so much in preparation for the future season, um, that that is great. And I think that's a great place to be in planning. Planning is is where you wanna be. You wanna be thinking ahead, but you also have to have a, a, a awareness and a mindfulness to also recognize the, the present moment so that you can pivot, adapt, and adjust accordingly and, and, and utilize and like, just take full advantage of what's happening right then because so many times we're like, if I had known, but you would have known if, you know, there was a, there's a great possibility you could have known had you stopped and looked at it from that angle instead of the angle of what you've been taught to do all of this unlearning processes. So I just thought being present is really, there's a power there that, we often don't utilize because we're so caught up in in the go in the yeah. in the thinking the going the doing the moving it's like all right but pause look around where are you who's in the room now yeah. who's in the room now that you can be interacting with who wh- what what resources do i have available now at my disposal that don't require me to you know, break my savings. Maybe I have some valuable mm. resources mm. in my my phone, in my uh, context, like computer, whatever have you. Like, if I'm looking at the now, then I can move with the now and flow and find your flow versus, you know, hoping to swim like Michael Phelps one day. You can yeah. just get in your flow. So that's what I wanted to discuss. <laughs> you brought about a great point. Um... I forgot what context I was using in, but I, I think I was talking about business and how people 
they spend so much time on the planning phase that by the time they think they're finished planning, things are completely different now, and that plan goes out the window. Right. Um, and what you said about being present, you know, looking around at the resources that you have available to you right now and looking at where you are, saying, where am I? That happened to me recently. I've, I used to be really bad about planning for the future, trying to do this stuff for the future, and I would let the now really just years. There were years where I literally just did nothing. I was like, plan, huh? I'm not going to do this. I'm going to next year, next year. I'm not doing that anymore because I've missed opportunities. I've missed chances to bond with people like yourself. Like, we've always been in each other's lives, but we just never decided to have a conversation until we had a conversation. And it's <laughs> like, I need to, I, it's like, there's so many things in front of me right now that the future, I'm thinking about it, but I'm enjoying now so much just the development of my friendships, um, the projects that me and my friends have come up with just through casual conversation and really just enjoying the day like just enjoying a day where i don't have to work i can relax i went out for my six mile walk today took in some fresh air listened to some new music and i just enjoyed today i wasn't thinking about bills or how am i gonna save this or what i gotta do i was like i was truly present and living in the moment and that is actually when i feel the best right right and it's such a breath of fresh air it's like oxygen to your lungs i think that you discover things about yourself you discover your abilities or or not even because like in going back to your example of your walk i think you discover that you matter like being in nature or walking on a trail and seeing something that you've never seen before and seeing it like the color of it can be so wild to you or or so so different um and something it just makes you recognize like there's space for you there's space for me in this world and like things don't i don't know like we don't have to be this perfect ideal uh constructed version of ourselves that we think that we need to be mm -hmm. and which goes into all of our planning and i think even this moment for me is being present like and i i kind of talked to you about that so with the podcast i put um on my board i have i'm always a visionary and i'm writing things down and i make lists and i just write I, i'm pouring a lot of things out of my head and I put them into the world sometimes only in the form of writing it down. Mm -hmm. And so I had wrote podcast and I put it on sticky note and I put it on my wall. And that's something that I've been wanting to do. I took your podcast uh, class with Natasha Carter and I really, it's like, okay, still planning. That's me. I knew I wasn't ready right then to like take a bite into it, but I'm like, let me get this information. This is people that I know I, I can receive the information from, um, how they teach. So I took the class and um, that was me preparing for a future season. Um, but as I've been moving and moving, I realized that I still haven't really uh, done all the equipment pieces and things that I, I need to do. Uh, for that and it's very intimidating honestly for me to do it and and 
push the content. And I realize I'm more passionate about the content than I am about the technical. Yeah. And you're like, I'm getting this digi mixer player, player, player. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And it has five, six, how many, six imports and six all channels. of this stuff. Ah, right. <laughs> and I'm like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was literally yay. her reaction, y'all. <laughs> Because I don't know any of that. It does it does it have a play button? Everything. <laughs> like, shout out shout out to Zoom, the Zoom Pod Track P eight. That will be in my home soon. <laughs> yes. So yeah. with that being said, I you were talking uh to me just about where your direction was and like what you're looking for and all these different things and I'm like, I can do that. I think I, I can do that. <laughs> Yes, you can, girl. You can do that. Yeah, you can. You can. <laughs> and so uh, in that, I'm like, well, if you have ever need anything, like, and you just need somebody to feel it, like, hit me up. And, like, we did it again last week, and that was really good. And then here we are again this week. But, like, being present is seeing the manifestation unfold. You don't have to wait. Like, you don't have to look back at it and, like, where uh once upon a time or it doesn't always have to be the struggle story and i think that that is um definitely a part of our genetic make like who we are and these things that have happened but everything in your life doesn't have to be connected to a struggle you can really just manifest it and and if you're present you'll catch the gift and i feel like i was present in that moment to recognize he has a need for someone wanting to talk and wanting to be vibrant and wanting to express themselves. And I want to do that. And I don't want to do any technical stuff. And I just want to show up and like, this is what I want. <laughs> and we had the conversation and I feel like this is a, this is a prime example of being present. And yes. um, I'm thankful for that. I enjoy this. I enjoy engaging with people and hearing other people's experiences, and even down to the name of your podcast. It's like all of those different pieces, it's just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I am so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. So that is why I think it's not just for me and my story. I think that that result is the result for everyone if they can hone in on the present moment and recognize the gifts and the opportunities that are floating past them, kind of like algae in the water. Yeah. And we're so busy trying to be the fast fish, the super shark that, dun, 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 like, but there's so much living organisms and stuff around you that you can still be nourished by without being the fast super shark. Like, yes. you can just be, you can be Dory. Just keep swimming. Oh to my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So, no. That's a lot. Yeah, no, that's no, that's you're you're good. Um, and it's funny that you you use the podcast as an example because there is a point I would probably say in year two I was doing this. I was so focused on, you know, how can we make money off of this and who's next and what's next. That I wasn't looking at the podcast to say, all right, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be tweaked. This needs to be worked on. It wasn't until I hit a couple roadblocks and started getting personally frustrated and said, wait a minute, 
this is something that I enjoy doing casually at my leisure. It's fun. I enjoy it. Why is it now? Why does it now feel like a chore? What where, what happened? So I had to mm-hmm. stop and say, okay, you know, I had to reflect on the issues that I had. And I say, okay, what can I do today? You know, I mean, I want to do live shows. I wish we could all be in the same room recording live like a lot of other podcasters do. Obviously, that ain't going to happen no time soon. So I was like, well, what can I do now? And I started looking at what I, what issues I had and what I could do to fix those issues. And that's exactly what I did. I started tinkering and try. let me try this. Okay, that didn't work. Well, let me try this. Oh, that worked. Oh, people like that. All right, I'm going to keep that. So I got more ingrained and involved with the podcast where it is i know where i want to go in the future um i know where i want this thing to end up at and i know what i want it to look like that's fine but i know that in order to get there i gotta be present here and do the work now so that whoever's listening that may have a bigger or greater opportunity they can they're, they're not gonna sit down and, and and worry about you know what I want in the future, per se. They're really going to be more concerned with, what's he bringing to the table right now? Like, right. anybody can sit down and tell you what it should have, could have, 10 million, 5 million, 8 million. Now, what are you doing right now? Like, what are, what are things looking like right now? What is your current progress, you know? Um, right. And I'm happy with it. And it's going right. to Right, and being able to see that, though. Because mm-hmm. what, what I, going back to something you just said, is it started feeling like a chore and I was like, wait a minute, I, this is not like there is an awareness at one moment to be aware in that moment that I'm not happy right now with this because this feels like heavy burdensome work instead of this is a, a space for me to like flow and create and discover. I mean, even figure it out. It's not going to be easy, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't feel like a a heavy brick on your neck. Like, it should be fun. Like, it should be like, dang, I don't know how to do this, but let me Google something. Let me YouTube this, go to YouTube University and figure it out. Like, um, (laughs) and so I think (laughs) when we we can pause and like just acknowledge like that one, that one thought instead of allowing the ego to, uh, no, just push through, just push through. You just keep going for this future, this future, this future. But no, those are real, don't, that's being present. That's being aware, like this ain't working for me. And I need to pivot in this season yeah. for it to work for me. And like, we don't, we have to be fearless in pivoting. And I don't think a lot of us are because we're so busy. It is like a etched forward thinking and I, and like I I drown out some of my dreams like that because I stay there too long yeah. instead of recognizing right now what's going on like yeah these are things that I want to do but how can I how can I maneuver some of these things now like what does it look like now um it doesn't always have to be the five year plan like nope. some of it is just decision making just a click away a call away um, and so I think I just would like, I, I love, well, it bothers me and just, I don't like when people stay stuck. And I feel like even with our last episode, not that that leaves them stuck. I think that there was a lot of information to break down there. Um, however, when you're going forward, okay, I've identified these things. What can I do now to like really start getting to, to like the better place? Yep. And what does that look like? And I, I definitely think 
being present is one of those things. Like there's a present in being present. Like so huge present. Um and I'll I'll get personal. Um you just you just kind of kind of brought home a point. So those of you who think the future is so 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 important, you have to remember what you do now has the greatest impact on the future. Like <laughs> that's the thing. Like you're planning for something, but you're doing the work. The work is happening now. Um, just like me, like I've, I wanted to get to a better place financially, be more financially stable. I'm not in the most high paid career field. So I'm like, what can I do? Cause I, I want a motorcycle. I want a house. I want to be able to travel two or three times a year without being on a vacation and saying, Oh, my cell phone, Verizon, give me 10 more days. I don't want these thoughts. <laughs> I want to enjoy my trip. I don't want to have to call someone and be like, yo, let me hold 200 real quick. You know, I don't want other people to have to fund my lifestyle. So I had to like you said, I had to pivot. I was like, all right, let me look at my spending habits. All right, can I do this, this, this? Let me move these around. All right, well, mm -hmm. let me start buying. Instead, I'll stop eating out so much if I just go ahead and buy my groceries. So I'll go ahead and buy groceries so the money's not even there to eat out. And then I'll look in the refrigerator and the freezer and be like, why the hell am I going to eat out when I can't even see the light on because I have so much food in here? Just small changes that I've right. made have completely shifted things. So now it's actually right. accelerated my plans for what I want to do in the future. I'm going to have a lot more funds free soon. Don't ask me for no money, y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be able to, to, to maneuver and do some other things. But again, it took me stopping and saying, okay, let me slow down. I'm going 150 miles an hour. Let me slow down to 70 miles an hour, coast a little bit. Let me check on right. everything, fix some things. I'm like, all right, now I can pick it back up if I choose to. Exactly. Exactly. So, um... I think that is a great, great point in that shift of realigning and re like you just got really good look at this. I look at my whole life like like some type of matrix <laughs> chart. Mm -hmm. Shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah. Like when things aren't working, it gotta go. When like it like you pull certain pieces that you like wasn't really messed with, I wasn't doing that, but then let me put this up and like see what I can do with it today. Like so you have to rearrange it and restructure it in a way that um you have you are the artist of your life. Like you you're creating this life mm -hmm. that you wanna live. And I don't think that it's far fetched. And I feel like if you a little too blue every day and you got a lot of blue in your life, like you have the whole possibility, you are the painter. So paint in some sunshine, paint in some joy, paint in these pieces that you want to see. And even if you don't know where, if you don't know, just like in, in true painting, like I don't know how to create this color, so let me go buy this color. Or, but you have to go where the colors are sold. So you have to center yourself yeah. around the people. So even if you don't have a lot of joy, but you know they got joy, you have to be vulnerable to be around the people that have joy. You have to be vulnerable to be around the people who know tech, like who know the things that you don't want that you're you're uh, uncomfortable with or seem like a shortcoming. And and be be open to those things and i think placing yourself it positions you as you change i mean as you um go back and look at your life you'll see like this 
uh, these colors just like changing slowly, 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 <laughs> yeah. slowly until it's like a whole flip. And you're like, oh my goodness. Like, I can't believe that this is real life. I can't believe that this is my life. So um, I'm thankful that it, at, I have a birthday coming up. Hey. And, yeah. Why are you making that? <laughs> you don't look excited for it. I am excited. I am excited. Wait, when's I'm your birthday? Now. I'm grown. When's your birthday? <laughs> The 29th of October. Aww. And I will be 36. And it is like mind blowing because it feels like in my, the way I feel, I feel like I am about four years outside of high school. Like I just, I'm <laughs> right. still like Claflin. I'm still <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, what time is class tomorrow? Yeah. Like, um, so I feel that. But the reality of that is that this life of mine has taken this whole like shift and turn, and it's 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 a beautiful watercolor, like because it's just like phased into certain um, seasons and colors and all of that, and a lot of that now, like I I I didn't know was really possible. I I would say mm-hmm. I knew I wanted it, and I. I was like planning on it, planning on this future, I guess, yeah. but not exactly knowing um, what the outcome would look like. And like now when I see like, oh, wow, that thing came out of this thing, came out of that thing. You can't plan that. Like th- there's no way to plan it the way it actually happens. So that's why you have to, I, I really believe is more setting your intentions, setting your intentions on uh, having a home, a house, um, being uh, established, wealth wealth management, and all right. that stuff, so that yeah. you have those are the bigger intentions. But what that looks like for you and me is like completely different than yes. what we would have sketched out. Like it's it, it's just a, it's a whole nother. But when you look at it, it's like oh my god, this abstract thing is what I said. Like yeah. It's exactly what I said it would be. So, um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's interesting you say that. Um, I'll be 36 in December, so I'm right behind you. Okay. Um, and, yeah, just everything you said makes sense. Like, even when I just wake up and I look at where my life is and the opportunities I have in front of me and what I've done and what I plan on doing, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's kind of like how people say, um, we, we wish for certain things or we ask God for certain things, but because we don't like the way that it's wrapped or packaged, we won't accept it or we fail to see it. And it's kind of like your life is like that. Your life ain't always going to be this neatly wrapped, perfect gift with a bow. Sometimes it's going to look like the, the postal man dropped it down a pair of, uh, some steps or something like that. Right. But, <laughs> but the inside but. has that nice foam bubble wrap padding. So what's inside is going to be all right. It's yes, there. And that's why you, yes, and I think that's why you have to be open. Like, just yeah. like you have to open that package that fell down the steps to recognize, like, oh, shoot, this is the mixer, mixer, mixer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, in order for you to know that it's, it's the thing that you've been praying and asking God for and universe for and, like, you've been, like, doing all this stuff for, you would never know, like, from the box. The only way you know is 
us opening and like your life again mimics these same things that we i think nature teaches us this so well in being present like because until you you open yourself up to that open yourself up to thinking the mentality of it that it, that's even for you like the thing that you you could be wanting mm-hmm. wanting it and thinking that you believing that you are going to have it is different Yes. And I think you can want something for forever. You can long for it. That's what longing means. Like to just want for it without ceasing. I'm wanting. But to really like say like that is mine and, and setting that attention and like you have to be open to it. Like and you have to believe that that is for me. It might not be here today. It might not be here next week. It might be a year, whatever that looks like. But before this is all said and done, that is mine to claim and to capture is mine. So when you when it comes by, please let them know that that was for me. Like that's mine over there. Like, yes. And I think that that's the attitude that you have to have and you got to be really open for it. Um, it just in my past, like all of those things I, I've been open. Is that your phone ringing? Because it is it's my, not. It's my iPad. My phone oh, rang oh. and I silenced it. And my iPad was like, "No, I'm gonna ring." Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. They're, they're like, just want to make sure that I keep my gold star. I'm hanging. Mine's on. muted. Bye. I think <laughs> that's the natural think... feel, though. You know, the phone be ringing like that sometimes. Um... Anyway, wait, it wasn't muted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But um. We made some really good points there. Hopefully, y'all took away um, some useful information. And now, dang, I'm mad. I just, uh, I'm sorry. I was just thinking about this chocolate cake. I bought two of them, but I ate them both. Um, let's. Try- <laughs> Wait, squirrel. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so- sorry. I've been having really bad sweet tooth cravings lately. I think it's because I'm a flexitarian. And clearly, now. sweet tooth dementia. Tell my. Oh, I ate them both. <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah, that other one's in the refrigerator. No, it ain't. No, no. I got to go not. back to my, shout out to my I, pizza. I love their, uh, their chocolate cake thingy, even though I don't like chocolate. Don't get me started on that. So <laughs> I brought up a topic, um, while we were talking about, well, while we were texting, um, I think it ties into the last episode of securing the line. Um, thank y'all for supporting that series. If you have not listened to The Line Is Not Secure, please go back and listen to episodes one, two, and three. I want to talk to you about strengthening the foundation of relationships. I think, um, this is, this is kind of a, I'll say this to y'all. This is a, a loaded topic because strengthening the foundation of a relationship for me, and this is just off off the dome. There's three elements. There's you. There's the other person. So there's you, your actions, thoughts, decisions. The other person's actions, thoughts, and decisions as individuals. And then what do y'all do with all of that when you combine? When you combine, you you say we're gonna be one. Or like Nick said, we we we're gonna go with this we mentality. It's about us. So the strength. The strengthening starts with you as an individual. It starts with you as an individual. Um, And I will give you this advice. 
And this is a question now, my my dusty age, I'm going to start asking women when I go on. Not dusty. Me. First of all, if we're going to both be 36, you cannot call our age dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> this okay. uh, wise as wine age. Thank you. Um, Thank fine as wine. Um, <laughs> the first question, well, not first, but a, a question I'm going to start asking women is, do you love yourself? Mm. And... I give them a second to think, and if they say yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask them how do you know? So and what are some things you do to show yourself that you love yourself? Come through Cavassier. I'm gonna oh. have. <laughs> I, I I got that. <laughs> Shout out to Fave, my other homegirl Kim, who I had on here before. She brought that up because that's really important because I've been with women who did not love themselves, and in turn, they could not love me the way that I needed to be loved, which is the conclusion that I've come to. Um, they just couldn't love me the way that I need to be. Well, one of them, I think she loved herself, but two of them, they didn't love themselves. I could tell they're being, they're, they're destructive behavior behind closed mm -hmm. doors. So I would say a big step to strengthening that, that foundation. And this is before you even meet the other person is to learn to love yourself. Take care mm -hmm. of yourself. Explore yourself. That sounds, mm -hmm. that sounds, yes. that sounds raunchy y'all, but explore yourself for real. But you need to explore that in all pieces of yourself. <laughs> I think you was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I think that that's even a misconception. You don't know what you like. Nobody else can know what you like. Mm -hmm. So in it sexually, mentally, spiritually, financially, all these different things, you need to be exploring what turns you on. And I think, yeah, I got real passionate on the topic real quick. I was like, I think... <laughs> But you exploring yourself is self discovery, like, and it, that is where the magic is. I've had this conversation now. This is the third time um, in about a forty eight hour period of just self discovery, discovering who you are. And I think a lot of times we jump into relationships prematurely, not knowing who we are, who we want to be. We haven't figured it out over here, but then you want to go and tell somebody else what they should be doing. And it's a very, um, uh, a, 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 in some ways, a form of abuse. That's why the relationship doesn't work out because you you use the power that is within you, but instead to use it for yourself and to build yourself up, you try to manipulate and, and deconstruct another whole person or another person who's not whole, whether they are whole or not whole, you still try to manipulate and build that person. Build you. Yeah. Like, and if you spend the time building you, you'll realize that um, renovating that property <laughs> is, a, is harder. Because yes. renovating something that you don't live in, that's easy to do. <laughs> you can tinker over there all day. But if you renovating, <clears throat> excuse me, the space that you actually embody, which is you, like, it's hard to live in a house that the kitchen is deconstructed. Yeah. And you're making food in the living room in a microwave because you can't access the kitchen. And, you, you like, that's difficult. And so I think when you master that, though, you can easily master a renovation on a property, like a rental property or something outside. Yeah. It's like, so those are the things that I think we have to be able to build, um, explore ourselves. That, that That's key. It, so. it also heightens your awareness when it comes to 
other people. I someone posted this <laughs> in one of the singles groups that I'm in. She said I attract people who need help or people who have been deeply hurt. And I do too. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but a lot of the women and they come after me too. They've been hurt in some kind of way, something in their past or they they've been hurt really bad and I'm typically the opposite of that. I'm the opposite of that, you know what I'm saying? Um, but the problem is they haven't dealt with it. And I can right. tell, I can tell because I have trauma in my life. I mean, I've lost a parent. I've almost been to prison. I've had all kinds of stuff happen to me, but very few of those things actually trigger me or get me highly upset or so volatile that I can't function because I've done the work to deal with them. I've acknowledged them. I've talked them out. I've had my thoughts. I've worked through those things so that now I'm comfortable with it. I'm comfortable with my shortcomings. And that this is a controversial per person that people don't like, but I will say this. Charlemagne the God has really taught me a lot about accepting yourself for who you are. That yes. dude. I like him. I love I like him a lot. Guys. I love Uncle Charlemagne. That if you ever listen to Charlemagne and Charlemagne, he talks about himself and his transgressions. Like he tells stuff to the public that I wouldn't take to the grave. Like, I'm like, I don't want people to notice about me, but he was like, if you speak your truth and live your truth, no one can ever try to use it against you. Right. I was like, ooh, that's true. Because if he's already right, said it and we already mm -hmm. know, then I don't care if someone else says, I already know that. Why are you trying to bring this man down? Like, we already know that. Like, there's, right. you know, you, right. you, but we have to, I think, I think that's another, another piece is you gotta be, comfortable you got to know where you fall short and be comfortable with that like i'm not afraid to talk about money with the woman look i'm a teacher so that tells you half the story there <laughs> but i'm doing <laughs> other things but that you know what i'm saying so many people are afraid of this um afraid of that financial piece but it's like if that's one of your shortcomings hey this is what i'm coming to the table with you know not even a shortcoming but just things about you hey this is part of this package I don't like this part of this package myself and I'm doing this, this, and this to work on this package, but I want you to know that when you're looking at this, this is what's happening over here. We're not up front enough. Uh-oh. We got disconnect. Wait a minute. Wait. Oh my goodness. We back. Sorry, we got to punch in. I don't know what's going on with Skype. Skype, get it together. I love you. I've been using you since I started podcasting. Um... What I was saying though, basically being being comfortable with your shortcomings and, and knowing what you have to work on and being comfortable enough to express and share what you're working on, um, I think is another big part of strengthening that foundation. When you meet someone, there are just certain conversations that, that need to be had. The financial one is one, um, the religion one is one, kids. There's just certain things that you have to think about when I want a relationship or I want to be with someone, <clears throat> am I ready to have these conversations? Am I ready to talk about these things? Am I comfortable with these things? And you can't be afraid of, oh, well, I don't make enough money. She's not going to want me. No, that's what I want. Like, if you can't accept me for who I am, where I am today, that means one, you're not taking the time or that person probably isn't taking the time to look at you as a person versus you and the stuff that you bring to the table. What does this person have? Who is this person? I think that is really, really, really important. And that gets left out far too often because 
being with the right person can help you level up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, can... I said that. Somebody <laughs> somebody posted that and it was um Nicole Walters. No, Natalie, um Natalie. I can't think of Natalie's last name right now. But she uh posted and it was like a repost and it said finding your partner um someone that you can build with is a life hack and i think that will that that totally two people that want to build together are unstoppable but you can't you can't really develop that if you're not wanting to build it because you and, and whether that's because you aren't believing like that's a process that i i personally um I can't, I cannot change that in a person directly. It's an indirect change. So if they change because of me and they've been inspired, then kudos. And hopefully right. they make that shift fast, you know, like that it comes around. But you, that's not something that you can facilitate, like, and actually, I'm going to change this part of this person. They're going to, yeah. they're going to build, like, you can never do that. And so, never. That's why it's important to meet someone that you want that that aligns with your vision of how you see your own life. Um, and you brought that up in the previous episode. It, I can do bad uh, alone. Like yeah. I can I can struggle just fine on my own. I've mastered that at these points in my life. And it's like everything now is no longer about a struggle. It's about I'm building for my own life. So if I'm doing that independently i definitely don't there there's no option for me that's the point of collaborating is that you put these two pieces together to have more like not and it doesn't always happen that but the happen like that but the investment should be there the the willingness to work through things the willingness to navigate challenges um those things it's going to be stormy just like it would be if you were alone but when you're if you don't have an umbrella well maybe i do and let me let me get let me share my umbrella with you when the storm comes or i don't have an umbrella but i have a book and i can cover our head like whatever that looks like it should still be complementary to to the vision and not subtracting from the vision vision so i like that i like that um, crap, you said something I wanted to... mm. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> um, back to another point that I said, that, that whole, and like you said, that construction on yourself, you know, you, I am the house, and I'm working on this house while I'm living in this house, and it's uncomfortable, but once you fix it, you learn to recognize things that are wrong with, with, um, other houses or other people, you know, um... Mm-hmm. Like, dang, she gets upset by this, or they get upset by this, or blah, blah, blah. I remember when I was going through this, this is probably what's going on with them. Let me have a conversation with them and share with them that, hey, I've been there too. Let me help you work through that. Um, I think the reason why you have to do it on your own first is because if you are not comfortable with it personally, you're probably not going to be comfortable enough to share it with someone else until you have personally dealt with that. Um, I've experienced that with friends and ex-girlfriends. They had past trauma similar similar to mine, um, dealing with their parents, their father in particular. Mine wasn't my father, it was my mother. 
but I dealt with it. Like I've had a conversation with my mom. I've had conversations with my dad, let them know my thoughts, my feelings. Like I had to get it out. Shit was driving me crazy. So it's like when they run into those issues, I see the reaction to it, but I get no information, but I know what's going on. I'm like, Hmm, this person did something to you or they're still doing something or they're pushing Mm -hmm. a button and they're continuing Mm -hmm. to push the button because you haven't stood up for yourself. It's usually what it is. Usually when you stand up for yourself, they realize, okay, I can't do that shit no more to them. Um, and that, that's usually what it is, but they don't want to have the conversation because they're scared, they're ashamed, they're afraid, they're embarrassed. But it's like, that's why you have to do the work because right. that's frustrating for a wife or a husband to know that you're someone who is not in this relationship is having an impact and effect on this relationship. And I can't do anything about it. It's right. frustrating and they'll get defensive. Right. I think that that is a really good um, nugget in, in, in you can see, you can definitely see, I see trauma well now because I've experienced trauma and I've, I've been unpacking, I've, I've been spending a lot of time unpacking my own traumas. So as I'm unpacking these things, not to just deflect and say, oh, well, this is definitely what it was textbook, but you can see like, that's a trigger for you. I don't know what that trigger is and I don't know why you have this trigger, but I can tell there's a heightenedness of your energy, of your tone, of your, there is something that you are permeating now that says trigger. Hey, what happened? What happened? (laughs) Like the line is not secure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah. And you can feel it, you experience it and like as you like um I think as you unpack it for yourself, you have empathy for people and you you can navigate it easier. Um so I think that just goes back to the transparency factor that you mentioned. Um it's clearer. It's it's transparent and it's clearer for you and it's clearer, clearer for them like as you unpack through these difficult, heavy-weighted things um that you realize like dang that that's like like my experience or it, it's similar yep. and it, it makes you realize okay well let me just dial back a little bit let me just give this some space um i'd say take take assessment of the things that are um constantly challenging for you constantly um tripping you up you can't understand like even even to the single men and women um why why am i here why am i single mm-hmm. like because mm, th- what what a part of like not to say that oh it's all my fault that i'm single but when i look at when i was in a relationship that's something you said i i can identify i was attracted to these certain people like this is what i thought um even when the person may have changed there's still like a current of something similar like pieces and so like taking breaking all of that down so um i definitely think that that helps strengthen the relationship i have one more piece i don't know how we are on time i can go go uh, go go so when you first started talking you mentioned communication and transparency and i uh totally agree with those uh ways to strengthen um and i thought you said you you mentioned three three different uh parts to that and i thought you were going to say something else and you said you them and then you were like 
the commonalities. Is that right? When, when y'all come together. So you as, an you as a single person, them as a single person, and then when y'all combine to be in a relationship. Right. And I think that that creates, if you, if you follow that module, yes, you will get to stronger relationships, stronger, um, stronger relationships, workmanships, whatever the ship is, you will navigate it well because you are coming from a space of this is what I'm thinking. That's what they're thinking. This is what we think together. We're breaking it down. We're going healthy. I think people tend to where it gets foggy is that it's you, them, and then also like sometimes you is like it's like you A and you B. <laughs> yeah. So you A, I'm gonna say is higher self higher thinking, goal-oriented, this is what I meant, this is the intention, that's UA. UB is your ego, this is what I've always done, and it's just like this carbon card copy that's dated and old and like just forced, like trying to prove the point. And I think that sometimes we think that oh, all I said was, <laughs> and you think you showed up as UA, but you really showed up as you be. And you have to, going back to exploring yourself, you have to be able to break yourself apart like that because I think that we come with these two different versions of ourselves. Some of it is trauma-based and some of it's like like intention-based. And like, where am I going? What am I doing? This is what I want. But that's all great. But you're pulling some of this, what I was, what I think, which is a belief system and all of that into the relationship instead of like really being going back to your what you said of being uh communicating and being transparent and i just think that sometimes we have to get outside of get out of our way and one of my favorite sayings is don't let your ways get in the way Ooh. and meaning thank you that's that's the explosion <laughs> speaks <laughs> Ooh. but don't let your ways get in the way like damn i'm stealing that shit go ahead go. <laughs> <laughs> yo hey yo that because we get in the way we have so many ways and so yeah. much stuff that we this is how we do it and this is what i know and like like you we haven't experienced everything even if your way seems to be a mastermind type way like there is still the possibility of something better like being open and being present and recognizing like Sometimes simple is better. And, and yeah. a good example of that is like, let's take it back to the beginning of quarantine. Like, who was it? Uh, Teddy Riley and Babyface. Yeah. Sometimes being simple <laughs> wins. <laughs> Trying to have all those live instruments during right. the live verses and, and like, all that. That is proven to be a better, a better format for a lot of other things. But in that setting, that was not the better format. And like, yeah, if, if if your goals are something different, but like that was not the format. And he used he used his one of his he his way of wanting to have this glamorous thing. <laughs> and that it was IG. It was just Instagram mm -hmm. live. Like, let's just keep it simple, make sure the sound is there, the picture is there, and let's roll with the songs. And like that simplicity, I think we were all able to digest it a little bit differently because 
it was it was it's a great way. Nobody's saying throw away that module. That module just doesn't work in this season. And so you have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to recognize that might work really great on something um like uh, something else. I don't know what. <laughs> right. But for what we were doing that day, it was not working. And he was not willing to pivot and he and and I felt like the world he we watched him fight himself on that. Yeah. <laughs> like it was sad. And his way was getting in the way. And yeah. and and I've had those experiences where I've done that. So not to throw Teddy Riley all the way under the bus. Like we all have personal experiences. I just think that that's one that a lot of the listeners can relate to and can visualize seeing somebody's way getting in the way. Um, even though it's a great way, it's a great module. It, it, the sound quality determining it based on if that's a live performance, all of that probably was amazing. Mm-hmm. He, it seemed like he pulled out all the bells and whistles, but for the audience in which he was talking to, which was all of us on Instagram live, just waiting, it wasn't, that ain't it. It wasn't. And you have to be going back to my original point, just pivoting and not letting our egos get in the way. Cause our egos look just like us. It looks like us. It dresses like us. It sounds like us. Like, and it, it, it's all of that to trick you. (laughs) It's like a, a, a trick. Like, how dare you talk to me like that? And it's like all this inflated stuff um, and it gets in the way and we feel like we deserve things instead of um, just owning, owning who we are. Like you don't have to, you don't have to bogart your way into a relationship or what you think a person should be. Like you can just say like, this is where I am. This is what I'm looking for. These are the traits that I like. And I'm sure that there's a person out there that wants that and will hear that and be present and will be able to communicate that and be transparent. And if you haven't ran into that person yet, then okay, you haven't met your person yet and just be okay with that. Like you don't have to fix people like, or twist them, like turn them into a version that's palatable. Like, yeah. So, You, yeah. you, I'm, you, it's funny that you, you touched on communication because that's exactly what I was going to talk about next. I posted this in one of the singles groups and I just posted this because I don't know what is, is, is Mercury in retrograde or something? What is going on outside? Because <laughs> I've been seeing, uh, I'm not going to get on my high horse or my little pedestal right now, but I've been seeing a lot of, for lack of a better word, just complaints about men um all oh, y'all text is good morning or oh i got a boyfriend now what do i feed him like just a lot of weird from in these singles groups and in my head i'm like this is not going to help you attract the guy that you're trying to get but whatever so right. i was like i need to put po- i wanted to post something and say something about it but i didn't because i was like no i'm not finna start a, a gender war so i just posted right. some relationship advice from my personal experience that something I had to work on and I'm still working on and doing a better job of. And um, this goes back to strengthening the foundation is um, communication. I said, relationship tip. If there's a problem or issue or something you don't like that's happening within your relationship, talk with your partner about it. If not, an action will be taken by someone and the other person usually doesn't like that. None of us are mind readers. Yep. So that's, that's what we do when, when there's a problem or an issue, 
we do something about it. You know what I'm saying? We make a move. We we like you say, we pivot, we react, we do something. Like, you know, if you keep leaving your draws on the floor, either I'ma go off on either we need to talk about it or I'ma go off on you one day or I'ma just start picking them. Someone's gonna take something on, but when it's not talked about and it just gets handled, it can create other underlying issues. That's where resentment comes from. That's right. where you know depending what I'm on who you, that and and depending on those actions, those actions communicate something whether your words communicate it or not. Yes. And so we have power over what we say and how we like what actually comes out of our mouth. We can um we can adjust it and and not to say like you you're you're uh, twisting up your words, but if I say I don't like when you do that and you're like you have the now the opportunity to ask me like do what get clarity we yeah. can actually work work it out because that can mean one thing to you and that can mean something else to someone else yeah. uh, and so you, you need clarity on what that is and I think that when we we um, make these actions or do just going back to your example of leaving the drawers on the floor okay that's that's an action but depending on who you're talking about maybe it might be and i'm not saying that this is most people but there is a percentage of a person maybe that is how they uh dry their underwear but to you <laughs> I, and i'm using yeah. this as an example i got you <laughs> okay so this person this is how they grew up drying their underwear that's it, it doesn't make any sense to anybody else but they don't know that that's a th problem because that's how they grew up drying their underwear. Mm -hmm. To you, you just think they're trifling, they leave drawers everywhere. Why are these drawers everywhere? I don't understand why you do that. But until you have a conversation, you never really will know what this is about, what the like the disconnect is. You just know that you don't like it, and I don't like it, and it's triggering something for me. And so when you have the conversation, you can uh, address like, hey, is it like what's going on here? like and have the dialogue i feel like you get understanding and you get like this intel that you didn't know anything about and it doesn't always have to be like that that type of topic but there's so many uh different things that come up in relationships that you think that they oh they're mad because they're not talking mm -hmm. maybe they're formulating their words and trying to figure out what to say because they're scared to say something like there's so many different outcomes to these Yes. these uh challenges that it's unfair for us to like do both sides of the work like to assume and then to also make action because you're you're going to react you're going to react some type of way the reaction yeah. is there it's, it's not it's going to happen with or without you so with you is using your words and communicating without you is the passive aggressive stuff that we tend to do like Nasty. oh i got some for you <laughs> like, i hate so, that man and don't ask me if i'm mad don't ever ask me if i'm mad don't ask me that question <laughs> it's a bit of a trigger for me too it's like you know you know when someone's upset or miffed or whatever don't do that don't ask when you ask that's just it like poking the hornet's nest. it makes them hotter it's like poking the hornet's nest um yeah. especially me i'm a very i don't do lukewarm either i'm all the way cool chill relax or i'm going there with you and i don't right. like to go there because <laughs> yeah it can get crazy um but yeah i mean everything you said is, is correct man that that piece right there 
could have changed if I'd known that sooner or had been practicing that sooner, I could have avoided a lot of situations that I end up being in. It actually actually helped save me this time around from my last relationship because I pressed the issue when I saw something and eventually it came out. Um, but had I never said anything, it just would have continued. Um, but um, and be respectful about it, y'all. Like, try not to be a nagger, but um, having the conversation and and try to offer solutions as well. Like, don't just always put the problem mm-hmm. at someone's feet. Like, like me, I'm loud. Like, I laugh loud, y'all know. I'm just a loud person, especially when I'm comfortable around people. So, for me, if it's like, babe, like, you know, you're really loud when you play the video game with your friends, that's me saying, okay, um, I can move my Xbox to another room and close the door. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have solutions. Or if she comes to me and says, hey, would you mind doing X, Y, Z? I accept that a lot better than why are you always so loud when you just y'all just loud for no reason. Okay, that let me know that you didn't like it, but let's have right. a dialogue about it. Like, cause you want me to come to you and say I don't like the way that you put your cold ass feet on me when we get in the bed. Like, you know, right? You gotta. <laughs> I always try to think of when I communicate with someone. I want it to come across the way I would want it to come across to me. Like, I want you to take my hear hear me out take me seriously and let's work on a solution to this all right solution based is always the best for me um because i to me it 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 tends to sound like (laughs) (laughs) when i get to the end and i'm like okay so how can i help you with this like what um what is is the solution like um how can we rectify this? So if that if there is no response there, it's very frustrating for me because I feel like if you don't have the answer, how can I know the answer? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, so that that's that's a lot for me. Um, but yeah, communication, transparency. What else do we say? Um, explore yourself, explore yourself yeah. um, strengthening the relationship, anything else that, um, this is the hardest thing for people to do. Most people cannot and will never do this in their life, but, um, I, I can't think of the, the correct term, but I always try to put myself in another person's shoes. And I come, I try to come at people from a point of understanding. Yes, like you're like respecting your perspective. So here's the thing. Mm. That doesn't mean <laughs> I, that doesn't mean I agree with you. That doesn't mean I think you're right or quote unquote wrong. That doesn't mean I'm going to go along with it. But hey, if you feel like you need to do XYZ because of the situation and circumstances and your experience, that's fine. I can respect that, but you also need to respect the fact that I don't maybe I don't want to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Um I think that is a big part of understanding and making your mate feel comfortable. Like I'm a nerd. I'm going to go to New York Comic Con when the world opens back up. I'm going to go to San Diego Comic Con. I'm going to dress up as some of my favorite characters and buy (laughs) nerdy things and put my statues above my kitchen cabinets like I have right now. But I also don't I don't expect my 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 future Mrs. Wilson girlfriend whatever. I don't expect her 
to 100% jump in and embrace it. And, oh, this is so great. Like, I don't need all that. But I need you to understand that that's Rob's thing. That's what he's into. It's not having a negative impact on the relationship. That's just a part of who he is. I can respect that. She ain't got to come to the conventions with me. It'd be great if you came every now and again. But, you know, just respect respecting the individual parts and pieces that make up the other person instead of judging. Right. Like, I'm a big gamer, and people say, oh, video, that's for children. It's so childish. I would, I would never buy my man a video game. Really? So what do you want him to do when he's bored? He ain't going to want to stay at home up under you all the time. All right. Um, and there's multiple forms of entertainment out in the world. So you want me out in them streets? You already got trust issues. Right. Uh-oh, you, know? you better not. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to wag the, I had to wag the finger. There's a lot of, I hate to say it, but it's, ugh, it's a lot of people. People, I'm not going to say women. A lot of people it, it, have it, trust it, issues. They have trust issues. It's just, it's just I the small thing. I am a reform gamer shamer. You used to shame gamers? Get off! <laughs> no, don't kick me off yet. I hope the guys are listening. Not oh, listening. okay. You're living your truth right now. You're being comfortable. I, Go ahead and, and, and tell us this. <laughs> I, I used to feel that way. <laughs> I used to feel like games were uh, childish. I felt like, but, but in, in my defense, it's not... I think I blanketed it. I never made the statement to I, I, um, to anyone. It was more kind of like uh, in a girlfriend group, like yeah, like games are mm-mm. like. <laughs> but I have found that in discovering, like really taking the time chance to understand that world, I think that there are people that are numb to games. Um, you meet people that. As with anything, like there are people that just are enclosed in their thing. And it's they they don't going back to the respect, that reciprocal respect. Like you you have you understand that that's a part of you. That's something that you like. And this is something that um, I don't really even expect. I don't come to the table with the expectation that someone is going to be thrilled or um, wanting to go with me. This is my thing, though. Right. This is the thing that will be my thing, whether you're here, whether they're here, exactly. whoever's here, this is my thing. And I think that's different from just totally putting yourself into something that it, it becomes a barrier to every everybody else because you don't have time to do uh, the us thing because everything is about your thing. And I think that that is what gaming look like to me from the people in my past mm-hmm. um, that I had experience with with gaming and I, I recognize now that there's a lot of different types of gamers like uh, even talking to you I would not put you like in the gamer <laughs> category I wouldn't have known that about you because you're very intellectual you have thought you have conversation uh, oh, you're able to converse and like hold your own opinions and um, I thought that gamers were just in this world of like cultness and it was some the of game. <laughs> some of them are. And, and there's the other right. thing too. You mature. So like, I never understood because I had homeboys who would buy a PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, and they would only buy the NBA. They would only buy sports games. So right. they would literally buy five games a year because they come out, the new year comes out. That's all right. they would buy. And I'm like, 
dude, you can do this, you can do that. And they're like, yeah, but this is, I'm buying it for this. Like, I love sports. I get to play with some of my favorite players. All my buys is. So it, it attracts so many different people and different personality types. But now that I've gotten older, they just don't have the same appeal. They're still fun, but they don't have the same appeal that they used to have. Because I've seen so many generations of games and gaming and stuff like that. Now I'm waiting for something new to truly grip me in the gaming world again because everything that i've seen i've seen before but um right. it's fun and i don't game as much as i used to like the older rob <laughs> i used to get like and four, maybe that's the thing day the time period in which i met these people i was younger too oh, so yeah. it was like that consumption of game like it, was it there was no there was no <laughs> <laughs> it was an insatiable thirst to game. Yeah. Like, and that is something different. I think that that's like with anything. You can be a workaholic. You can be a gameaholic. You can be a yogaholic. Like, you can do anything Ooh, way too much. Yes. yes. Like, and it, it, it consumes you. So I am a um, converted gamer. Reverted. Game shamer. Gamer shamer. <laughs> game shamer. <laughs> Well, but in my spirit of transparency and communication, I think that you should know that uh, I don't think like that anymore. I think that, you know, as long as you have the, the foresight and the vision to recognize, like, I love a lot of different things, too. So I want my space to do my thing and I want you to have your space to do your thing. And if that happens to be playing a game, then so be it. I don't understand it. And maybe I can get a and be to work one day and toot 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 toot. <laughs> you gotta play them. You gotta play them. That's all I got. You got anything else? I don't. I don't have anything else today. I just want y'all to have healthy, whole, fruitful relationships. I think we all deserve to be around people that move us forward and motivate the vision. And if you're connecting with anyone, whether that's a friend, that is, you know, a business relationship, it should still be um, moving the vehicle forward. Like, and at minimal, it should be just we're stuck. <laughs> but it should not be you're slicing the tires in the vehicle, siphoning gas from the vehicle. You should not be destructing the vehicle anyway. So I just want people... Uh, including myself. I just want us to attract the best in relationships and life. And I think that all of it comes down to to relationships. That's the building block of everything that we're seeking. Like we're seeking better careers. We're seeking wealth. All of that comes down to like communicating. Like how are you communicating? And when you practice it in business, when you practice it in relationships, um, family, like you get better and better at it. And I think you attract more and more. You attract the next level because you're speaking the language of the next level. Like you, and as you you move in that, you're gonna grow in that. So, I have nothing left to add. <laughs> that was a perfect closing. Thank you all for continuing Thank you guys. and listening to supporting the show. You already know you can hit us up, fmepodcast1 at gmail.com. If you have questions or if you want to be a guest, from my experience podcast on Facebook, join the Facebook group, fme underscore podcast on Instagram. All that stuff would be in the thingy, my Bob, the description. All that stuff would be in the description. <laughs> 
Um, thank you all so, so much once again. I, I'm feeling re-energized about the podcast. I feel like great things are coming. And I pray that your relationships get better. And I pray that the next person that you find will be better for you. Yes. So we will Peace, holler.